Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone, and the information floodgates are now open on another exciting episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Now, we're very proud because we are on all the top business minds in the state of Florida as far as information about business, not-for-profits, business interest topics. We are the most uh, look-to source of information. We aim to continue bringing you guests that are fitting for that number one spot. And my guest today is no exception. Now, if you are uh, a new business or you're growing a business in particular, you probably thought about, what do I do about a chief financial officer? Uh, Can that add some value to my business? Uh, Even if I am a not-for-profit, how can that CFO make a difference in my business? Can I afford it? Well, I've got an answer for you today that uh, I believe is going to be very good news for you. My Florida Business Forum guest today can help you make up your mind. Uh, Jonathan Rosa, who is the CEO and founder of Mora CFO, uh, is a Florida-based company that's giving some new meaning to the term fractional ownership. And I'm going to tell you how that came to be, or more importantly, Jonathan's going to tell you about that. It caught my attention. So before we get to that point, Jonathan, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sam. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate the invite and uh, looking forward to our conversation. You know, I always start with a little bit about my guests. So tell us about yourself. So my name is Jonathan. I grew up in Boston. Uh, I'm a Bostonian by birth. Uh, My parents are Brazilian immigrants and moved to Boston a year before I was born. I grew up in the restaurant industry. My dad was always a restaurant owner, always in the restaurant business. Actually has a cool story. You know, he started as an immigrant, as a dishwasher, didn't know any English. And within 10 years, he became, you know, the owner of the business that he uh, started out working at. and I grew up, you know, in my dad's small businesses, seeing him uh, as an entrepreneur. And when I graduated college, you know, I, I went to school for finance. Um, I went to work at the parent company of Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeyes. Um, and I spent my first four years of my career there, mainly in budgeting in, in the finance department, so helping with budgets and forecasting and financial analysis. And I left in 2019 after my first son was born uh, to start Mora CFO. And my my goal with Mora CFO was to help small business owners better understand their their the finances. People like my dad, right? Help them understand their finances, help them get financially organized, and help them grow. Um, so we've been doing this for about four years. You know, I find that fascinating because every day there is either a success story or a success story succession that I run into here on this program. And and that's one of the things that we really, really love to do is to let people know in Florida, your business can be pretty much anything you want it to do if you have the right ingredients. And you certainly bring that to the table. And just a moment ago, I mentioned fractional ownership. 
And you have put a new twist on that term, fractional CFO. Tell us about it. Yeah, most people understand fractional ownership, right? You have a, a property or a business and you own a piece of that. Um, and people know generally what a CFO is, right? It's supposed to be the person to help with making financial decisions, helping with strategy, helping to make sure you're you're making profitable decisions. But most small businesses can't afford a full-time CFO, right? A full-time CFO can cost anywhere from um, you know, 200 to 300,000 a year, sometimes not including their benefits and bonus. So what we offer is why don't you own a piece of that, right? Why don't you get the benefits, the expertise, the the experience of a CFO? Instead of having them full time, have them for the most core things and get 70 to 80% of that value for only a fraction of the cost. So that's that's our value proposition. Now, as with all my guests, I always like to have a little pre-brief and Jonathan and I uh, were able to juggle schedules and get together uh, for a few minutes last week. And uh, I always look for little nuggets that I can pull out of those conversations uh, during the pre-brief and one that really jumped out to me that should not be a surprise for any business owner, cash flow. Critical. And that's something that you honestly put high priority. Yeah, cash flow is the most important thing in every business. It is the lifeblood of a business, right? What I what I tend to say is profit is like food, whereas cash is like water or you know or even oxygen right uh, a business can survive for a very for a significant amount of time sometimes without being profitable but it can't can't survive very long at all without cash so the first thing we usually do when we work with the business owner is helping them understand the cash flow in their business helping them predict the cash flow in the business and give them that peace of mind of knowing if they're going to be able to cover their obligations right in the coming months, which is a cash conversation more than anything else. That said, what is probably the most common mistake that business owners make when it comes to cash flow? I think the most common mistake I see business owners making is they make investments for growth. Things start to work, right? The business starts to bring in some new clients, bring in some new business, and they overinvest. They make commitments more than they should, and that leaves them in a crunch because obviously almost basically every business needs to invest in order to grow, but there's a limit to how much you can invest, and that's actually a formula. There's a, there's a formula to that. How much can you actually grow? right? Because there are many businesses that actually grow broke, right? While they are in growth mode, they they take on too many investments, they try to grow too fast. And what happens is they end up running out of cash because they can't sustain those investments while they wait for the investments to pay off. And the business goes broke and goes bankrupt. I had an entrepreneur once uh, who was the founder of the IMES company that started that company with $100,000 and sold it to Procter & Gamble for $4 billion, who gave a little piece of advice, follow your dreams, but never get ahead of them. Fair statement? 
very, very relevant statement. Very, and it ties perfectly to what I'm what I was talking about. I actually like that. Yeah, feel free to use it. Uh, I have used it many times. Follow your dreams, but never get ahead of it when it comes to business. And and uh, sometimes I, I have to confess. 99% of the time, I'm probably ahead of my dreams or on to the next topic before I fully have developed one. And boy, does that cause a, a problem. But when it comes to cash flow, what do you bring to the table to help that cash flow situation? So the first thing is demystifying it. Um, the biggest block blocker I see in, in, in business owners' minds is they don't understand it so they tend to ignore it, right? They pretend it doesn't exist and they try to continue and push on without recognizing that they don't understand cash flow. And for some, you know, they can survive. They can just keep, you know, figuring out how to how to keep going on, right? They they they'll bring in money and they'll make it work. Uh, but it's a very stressful way to live. And the first thing we do is we demystify cash flow. It's not as complex as, as it seems. It's, it's also not super, super simple, but we want to demystify. We want to help business, on, business owners understand what affects their cash flow. What's the difference between cash flow and profit, right? And help them to understand what cash flow is in their business, which is what is cash flow? Cash flow is ca the cash coming in and the cash coming out of your business. Some of that cash is sales. Some of that cash is a loan. Some of that cash may be an investment that an owner makes into the business. And the cash out, it may come in the form of expenses or purchasing equipment or a down payment on a property or a security deposit. This is all cash flow, right? So we work to demystify it to help business owners understand the cash flow in their business and then start to make projections on it start to understand okay we understand the day to day how this how how cash flows in and out of your business now let's look out let's look out you know 4 weeks 6 weeks 12 weeks and then that's when the magic happens that's when the business owner starts to see if they're going to have a cash crunch right if they're going to run out of money in 6 weeks or 8 weeks they're not going to have money to cover payroll and then you start to work on the adjustments now while you still have time. What are some examples of how you make those adjustments? It's a good question. Um, so I had a client uh, that last year had a really good year. Uh, the business was uh, used cars. They sold used cars. And as the business was booming last year, the owner decided to invest in other things. So he bought a little uh, mechanic shop that was right next door to him. He started getting into the wholesaling business. Uh, and then come January, the market just crashed and it completely destroyed his core business, which is used car sales. We talked a couple months ago because he ended the year really strong and he wasn't our client. And then throughout the beginning of the, you know, the first half of this year, he went using up that cash and that cash just went leaving the business. So when I talked to him, what I had in mind was I want to understand his cash flow. So as I talked to him, I understood that his core business 
was not as profitable, right? It was it was losing a bit of money because he had hired too much and he wasn't, you know, he was no longer selling as he was before. What you've just described, uh, is that a good description of profitability analysis? And how often should a business do that? Our profitability analysis was definitely a part of it, right? Um, and, and I think every business should do a profitability analysis, you know, at least once a quarter, ideally once a month, right? Looking at your profitability, looking at, uh, you know, what's what's making you money, what's not making you money, where are your expenses higher than they should be, where are your costs higher than they should be. Um, this should be an ongoing thing. Most business owners, unfortunately, only do a real profitability analysis when they look at their tax returns once a year. And that is simply not enough. Right now, I know a lot of folks are listening and they're going, wow, I need more information. I would like to talk to Jonathan. How can people get in touch with you? So they can they can go to our website, moracfo.com. That's M-O-U-R-A-C-F-O.com. And there you'll see our information. Uh, you can There's a link to my LinkedIn profile where you can find my email, my phone, and send me an email, connect with me. And there should be a form as well to, to contact us and, and fill out that form. We'll, we'll reach out. And, if you, and what we offer is a free first uh, consultation. We consider a strategy session where I get to understand your business. And I can also share with you the, the cash flow uh, forecast template. It's basically a spreadsheet that we use for our own firm and for our clients. And I, I'll give it to you for free and, and explain how we use it. Well, that sounds like an awesome offer. With everything that you're doing, uh, what what are you seeing as the, the health of our economy in Florida? And I, I know this isn't something we talked about uh, previously, but does Florida's economy, our business economy, look in good shape from the clients that you're seeing? So it's... Given the overall economic situation, uh, it's not as good as it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm seeing a lot of businesses struggling. Florida is still attracting a lot of investment. Florida, there's still a lot of people that want to move to Florida. And this is good for some, bad for others, right? It's driving up rent. It's driving up a lot of things. It's also driving up demand for a lot of different sectors. But undoubtedly, uh, the economy is not as strong as it was a year ago. With interest rates very high, it's not very easy to get financing. It's not very easy to, it's not as easy to open a new business and have the funding to, to get started. Um, and what, I, what we're looking at for the next 12 to 18 months is that it's probably going to get a little bit worse before it gets better because interest rates are not expected to go down very soon. Um, but the economy is still strong. Um, I think there's still a lot of demand. Uh, a lot of businesses are doing very well. But some, specifically the ones that were not very profitable uh, going into the pandemic and got a lot of easy money from 
the SBA from the federal government, those businesses, that, that easy funding has now dried up. So the ones that are profitable are, you know, doing fine. The ones that are not are now having to figure things out. Ladies and gentlemen, when uh, Jonathan and I uh, talked a, a week or so ago, uh, it was a lengthy conversation. And I know we don't have time uh, today to to go into everything that we chatted about. And uh, one of the perils of uh, having a conversation with Sam is that I tend to ask way too many questions uh, because I'm just that kind of curious person. So rather than go into a lot of details, I'd, I'd like to pose almost like a lightning round, but it's not a, a simple one answer, a question, one answer. Uh, so let me give you a couple of topics in sequence. And after each one, if you could just give me a, a shortened response, uh, we're going to uh, score some big points with everyone, I'm sure. Increasing profitability without sales. Look inside and see what are the what are the absolutely necessary costs and unnecessary costs. Um, specifically, I would like you to look at look at what are strategic costs and what are non-strategic costs. Strategic costs are the costs that bring you more business and that grow your sales. Though that those costs you want to always spend and spend as much as you can intelligently. And what are the non-strategic costs? What is everything else that either you can eliminate or reduce or at least keep as low as possible? And you want to figure out everything that's possible that you can cut, that you can reduce, that you can renegotiate. And I guarantee you just about every business has opportunities to improve their bottom line just by cutting costs. Cost control. Cost control. Um, you want to have, and what many people do not, you want to have your books up to date, right? You want to have a detailed record of your costs by category, right? You want to have a profit and loss statement that is organized, that is well done, and you want to look at it every month. Before I get to the end of the program, I have to ask two things. One, again, how may people get in touch with you? Go to my website, moracfo.com, M-O-U-R-A-C-F-O.com, or you can email me directly. And my email is jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at moracfo.com. Second and most important question, will you come back for another episode? Absolutely. I'd be glad to. Now, we mustn't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a new business, you're a growing business, you're perhaps multiple businesses and you have franchise, whatever you have, there's going to come a time when the question arises, should I have, if I don't have one already, a CFO? And I want to remind everyone that Jonathan has the answer to that. It's a fractional CFO. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure here to have you on the program. The Florida Business Forum, of course, uh, we're going to have you back again in the future. And again, Jonathan is the founder and CEO of Mora CFO. Jonathan, my pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Sam. It's been a pleasure. 
That's going to wrap up another episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. We are so proud to be bringing you business news here in the state of Florida. We're the only business forum podcast of its kind. And until our next episode, have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business. Thank you.